Big Derek. He used to move and work in. Oh, you're gonna lie? We're gonna pick that conversation back up, too. Yeah, sure. Right, Big Car? Niggas ignoring me now. I want to go. I can't go, but I want to go. This was on views, right? I'm working at Nah, this was on Scorpion. This was on Scorpion? Oh, this was on Scorpion. Yeah, it was It was tucked down low. What you doing tonight? Oh, right, right. no, I'm working. I just came here from work. All right, I ain't know. That's why you should have said, "Yo, kick this shit up." Like y'all niggas taking long. That's like, cool. what time is it? Six o'clock. Nah, you gonna be. Take his best friend and make him yes me. You gonna get your shit off? All right, hold on. Let me do the intro. I think she was just trying to say, like, yo, she turned his niggas against him. Like, show you that your loyalty to your niggas is some bullshit. So you going to fuck my mans, like, to prove a point? To prove that your niggas ain't, the niggas that you that you close with ah, ain't loyal. That's true, that's true. Like, yeah, I'll turn so your own bad. niggas against you when you're fucking around. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. How y'all doing out there? This is the I Don't Know Who Needs to Hear This Podcast. I'm your main man, Goldie Rube, Goldie Fats. This your boy, Jay Will, keeping it moving, grooving you. You know who it is, you, you know what it is, it's your bro. boy Smooth, this is the I Don't Know Needs to Hate This Podcast, the hottest podcast on the Eastern Coast. What's Bow. up, my guys? What up? What's up with y'all, man? We What's got up, a guest, bro? but I'm going to wait to introduce her for a second. I just want to do a mental health check with y'all real quick. Huh. Yeah. Check in. I learned my lesson from last week, bro. Yeah, I jumped yeah, the gun. Yeah, we, we went into it, yeah, and then yeah. Smooth said... Nah, I need yeah, to nah, I mean, that. And then you just that. said you had to get something off your chest, so I wanted no, to make sure no, you got I, your shit over real mean, quick. Well, first off, y'all y'all all right. Y'all good? Y'all I'm good, bro. Smooth. I'm How good. you feeling? The house is good. Everybody's good. Recovering. Niggas walked out the house without arguing with nobody. Of course. I bet. Okay. I'm recovering. Yo, so I, I went to, I, I spent a lot of time in Brooklyn, obviously because of, you know, my spiritual background, I spent a lot of time in Brooklyn. Um, yesterday I was at a rally, um, and I want to say shout out to like, um, pastors, spiritual leaders out there in the community really trying to make a change. Yeah. For me sitting out, I was in Fort Greene projects last night, um, yesterday afternoon and we were, um, just talking about like the community issues in, in that area. I didn't say anything really. I was just there because my man's is a, a community leader out there. And um, I seen it kind of like low-key pointless for them to be out there talking to a group of people who, man, you're talking to older people. You, you, you're talking to grandmas and, and moms and them, but you're not really reaching the youth. And I felt like it was real pointless to be sitting out there in the community in the middle of a project letting people know, hey, you know, we're praying that God comes down and... and, and and you know, protect this community, and I want to see this community grow. But I feel like the the way that they the approach that they're taking is like all wrong. And sitting back, just watching it, it just felt so pointless. Just seeing um, men out there, just you know, speaking to a community that doesn't hear them, and the and constantly you seeing people doing this, going out into communities, speaking about different issues, where you're talking to the wrong people. 
I feel like you got to find a better way to reach out to these young men, these people who are killing, who are robbing, um, these young black men doing stuff. I feel like there's a different approach. And what these guys, they, they're only going to, these guys, these preachers, these um, spiritual leaders, these politicians, these police officers, they can only do what they know to yeah. do. So I'm not blaming them, but I feel like they got to they gotta start talking to the younger community to figure out, hey, guys, as young people, the ones who ain't doing anything, the ones who out there really doing something for themselves, I feel like they need to be reaching out to us saying, hey, how can we make the community better for you guys? What do you think we should be doing? Mm-hmm. Instead of just going in the middle of a project, set up some speakers and just start talking. Bro, nobody want to hear that shit, dog. No, I don't like. I see the drug dealers passing by <laughs> right in front of me. I don't. I, I think the message lost because they don't even know what they really listening to. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just was just sitting out there and I'm watching, and my homeboy who I don't want to put him on blast none, but you know he out there. He just like I just got to do it because I'm just a pass in this area. But this don't make no sense, bro. But that's not really community outreach. You know what I? You know what Correct. I think about when I think of that? Y'all remember Sluggos on um yeah, on Jackson course. and this yeah, is absolutely nah. Sluggos is on Jackson and Wilkerson, or Jackson and Boswick. Mm-hmm. Um, Sluggos plays music out of their speaker, or they used to. I ain't been on the hills. Oh, so. he do it every okay, now and then. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They My used brother, to play. A, it used to be too. a lot of religious, like you know, what I mean, a lot of word, a lot of preaching, but nobody was really listening to it. Like, and I don't mean to put the niggas on blast, but it's niggas on the corner doing their thing. You know what I mean? Niggas are still getting shot around there. But you got this shit coming out the speaker every fucking Saturday, every Friday. Niggas not paying that shit no mind. I don't, I don't even think niggas hear it at this point. Like, no. it's just noise in the background now. It's so it's almost background. ineffective. Very ineffective. But they, but Sluggos, like, it, they almost branded that shit. They were doing that shit for years. He still do it. He still, yeah, he's still doing it, right? Yeah, every day yeah and that was the other he, thing. He like, the city. Oh, yeah, I definitely used to hear that shit. I'm like, fuck Who, this Yeah, playing? like, you, lose, you almost lose the message because you're not, it's not, that's not real outreach. Like, you're not stopping no. to talk like, yo, can I, you know what I mean? You're not making a connection. And I always talk to y'all about intimacy, like, intimacy not meaning in the, in the sense of romance, but like, right. me and you, we sitting down having a conversation, right. me getting to know you, personalizing this conversation. Like, the message is lost when I don't know you. I don't know what, I know what you're talking about, but I don't want to hear that shit because right. I don't know you. I don't know what you're about. Right. right. So. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to be able to, um, and because I'm, I'm just somebody who just out there just following my mans. But I'm like, yo, it's it's like 20 of y'all speaking one by one on this microphone. And nobody's <laughs> hearing anything that y'all saying. You got police officers out there, black police officers out there, white officers out there on the mic talking as well. And I'm just like, y'all talking to them. Wrong people, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> happened. Spending when you don't know all this time either. out here talking in the middle of a project to to not saying to nobody. Are they are, they are they from that community? Yeah, they're from that community. Yeah, but you could be from they're the police community in that community. Not, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, because it's, di- it's, it's a difference if you go if you go speak to a, a random community and you're not in the community, so you you really are, they are live de- there. They you live really there. are detached. Raise your hand, just say it. Yeah, wait, wait, really wait, just wait, because I want to. I'm saying y'all didn't introduce me, yet, so I didn't know. I, I want to yeah. say something so bad. All right, you really are detached from like the society and the community, so you really don't feel obligated to interpersonalize your conversations with people so you just like fuck it i'm just go out there every saturday say some shit for two hours and it reach you a reach but right. if i'm from the community and i actually care about my community and i'm not just doing this shit for tokens or just to look good for on my resume if i want to run for some shit later on in life 
then I'm just I'm gonna actually sit down with with the youth. I'm actually go to these corners and speak to people face to face, man to man, man to women, however whoever out there, and try to make a change in my yeah, community. But engaging. some people just be doing this shit just for tokens or just to say, oh yeah, we was out there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, whatever it is. Me. We yeah, we was out there about yeah. Friday night, yeah. you know, exactly. we out there talking to the community. What were no, you about to say? No name. You don't got no name right now. She don't. She well, ain't even introduced. I was about to say. I feel like way how they should go about how you can go about fixing the community is doing is creating things for the youth. Yeah. The youth, idle, have too much idle time. Everyone has a lot of idle time, honestly, and that's when things start to happen. That's the devil's playground. You feel me? So you have to put things out there. You gotta, you gotta create things for these kids to do that's more positive. That's why I support people like Quasia that do things like for the children. Like they are our future. Right. So we're not investing in them. We're not, we're not giving them outlets. It's a lot of kids that are struggling. They have, they don't have dad at home. Mom is always at work. They don't have nothing to do. They mother can't afford to put them in after school or whatever right. uh sports or whatever so we need to create things for these children to do like that would be a more positive effect than just preaching right are we responsible as young people because we feel i'm sure you're passionate about the community you you left jersey city so you ain't gonna give a fuck about jersey city bro uh, right i definitely give a fuck about jersey city right I just... I'm, I'm just saying though but you don't you don't live here right yeah. And you live here, I live here, and I live here. you live here. So, like, do you feel like there's a responsibility for us as um, young people who are passionate about seeing our community grow to start to try to put things in action? Yes. Or is it like, uh, okay, and if so, then what and how? Because I'm looking at it, I'm like, yo, I see these 50s and 60s, an 80-something-year-old man spoke at this place. And I'm like, he's not, he did his work a yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he sat in the car the whole time, and then they opened up a car. He was, like, one of the oldest guys in that project. And he had something real powerful to say, and he had some information to give as well. Um, it was, like, a, a program that he does every year where he takes um, black kids in, in Brooklyn to, like, places in Africa where they can see yeah. where they come from. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, I'm like, that's not it. Nobody's following him. And I'm not disrespecting him, but I'm saying nobody's... People follow Malcolm. He was young, and he was... And he and he had structure. People follow Martin Luther King. People follow Louis Farrakhan. People follow those type of... People follow young people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Young people follow young people, and older people follow young people as well. So I'm sitting here thinking, like... And I'm, and I'm in Brooklyn. This ain't even my city. I'm like, yo, I've come to more rallies in Brooklyn than Jersey City because, like, my man's is just a lead out here. But I'm just like... All right. First thing with that know, is, though... How? How, when, and what? What you're saying, that's a generational disconnect. Like, he's 80. He's preaching to who? 20-year-olds? He trying to get... Parent, he, well, his his main he's, goal, he's, he was speaking to parents about getting your kids. But they were... It was, like, 20, 25 but that's speakers what just That's what I'm saying. General. But what I'm saying is the age... All right, first things first is know your demo. Like, know your know your audience, your targeting audience. Know who you're talking to. Right. Know what they relate to. Once you know who you're talking to, like much with our podcast, when we know who we're talking to, we know who we relate to, then you can get your shit off because you're talking to an audience that understands you. They empathize with your right. stories. Like, you get what I'm saying? You're talking to an audience with a generational disconnect. If you're 80 and you're preaching to 20-year-olds, 
there's a bridge and a gap, which are the 60 and 40 year olds who have to tell you what the 80 year old has done because otherwise you ain't gonna know. Because when you know he pulled mean? up out the car, you I was think, just like, I never seen him in my exactly. life. Exactly. Like, I always, you know, music is my first love, so I always relate everything back to music. So it's like, you think, you really think that the 20 year olds, they really care about what KRS One did now? They don't. Their, their predecessors grew up on Biggie. You got kids who don't care. You got young kids like, who don't care about what Jay-Z's exactly. doing. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to Let tell you. Like, but, okay, <laughs> and it, it, there's a gap there, the generation who disconnect. Okay, if you got, let's say, who I'm, I'm thinking of a young artist, I'll give you Lil Uzi, right? Lil Uzi's big homie is, I'll say is Meek. That's his, that's that's who he looks up to. Who does Meek look up to? Ho. So, Uzi ain't oh, trying to hear what Ho it. trying to say unless yeah. Meek say, yo, Ho talking some real shit. So it's kind of the same thing when you're talking about with preaching and this disconnect, like, so you got to have a, like, so now when you ask the question of, is it our job? Yes, because it's our job to remind them of what our predecessors did. Otherwise, they're not going to know and they're not going to give a fuck because right. we, it's, they taught us. So now it's our job to teach them what we were taught. You know what I mean? Right. So. How you feel, Smooth? What's up? I mean, I just, I feel like. This generation has become less receptive to like just learning anything just in general. Yeah. Like, it's just I think we at a point where everybody wants to figure out how to do things on their own and they're not receptive to advice from older people or older generations. Like I could walk up I could walk down Dwight right now and see the kids out there and say some shit to them. Nigga, fuck fuck you fuck you gonna say to me, nigga. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? You still in the same place I am. So mm-hmm. unless they see that you in a different environment, even if you in the same environment, it's crazy, like they wanna see you doing better for them to be receptive to right. the news or information that you're giving them. You know I what I'm saying? Like it's like, generation. oh, nigga, you, you live right down the block from me. Which, what type of news or information you going to give me? It's like, nigga, shut up. Uh, right. I feel like that millennial generation, like, we we, we kind of fucking the game up even worse than what our parents is I fucking agree. the game up with. I agree. The reason why I say that and then we can get off the subject and go on to something else is because um, our parents work to get a degree to go to college so that we can have a place to stay, we that we mm-hmm. can have something when life is over. When their life is over, we can have something. Our generation says, no, it's about me, 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 me. It's about me getting <laughs> what I need and me getting what I want. For sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then what do you think the next generation is going to be like when it's time, when as we creep on and on and on? Because everybody... Is about self right now, like what you were saying, reiterating what you're saying. You about you, I'm about me, you about you. Ain't nobody in this motherfucker caring about nothing else but self. Yeah. So imagine how many else, many other people are like that that's our age. So I feel like we creeping as we get into when we hit 40s, 42s, and 45s. But it's going to be so fucked up. And everybody is just going to be... There's no family. Even in uh, corporate structure, there's no family. Even in, like, labels. Like, yeah. think about, like, what, what we grew up on. We grew up on Diddy. We grew up on Rockefeller. We grew up on Bad Boy. We, all that shit was surrounded around family. Like, yo, this is a family here. You don't even see... Lab- in music, you don't even see that shit yeah. like that no more. So, it's a trifecta, even coming down to the communities of where we live at now, that it's just about self. Get yours. You know what I'm saying? Get yours, bro. Get yours. Right. Fuck everybody else. But like you said, bro, it's. Am I wrong for that? No, nah, you're not. You're not wrong for that. But like you said, like I, well, like I said, it's like these is this is shit that we were taught. So we not receptive to it. So now, if we not receptive to the shit that our grandfathers and parents taught us, how the fuck we gonna teach that shit to these kids? We don't even want to hear what the fuck they talking about. 
that's another point. We get into that later, bro. Right. Like, yeah. So we have a guest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We done got our shit over for 20 minutes, and it's like, totally, I ain't forget. It's just Jared just want to talk through fucking much. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. So, with that being said, we have a young entrepreneur here. Hey. Yeah. Fresh uh, horses on. No yeah. creases. These are old. And no creases. Love it. I asked her before we came on air, like, how would you like to be introduced? Because how I know her and, um, like, how I know her and how social media knows her is a little different. And um, so, but she told me what she said. But anyway, we have a, a young entrepreneur here. What she said. A young social influencer. <laughs> I'm not telling you. We have a young social influencer. You okay. know what I'm saying? A socialite. Mm-hmm. An up-and-coming, uh, I call her a cool kid. That's my, that's my uh, term. Okay. I call her a cool kid. Uh, Miss Asia Lee, yeah. All right, let's give it up. A- a- AKA, uh, how many, how many different other names you got? Cause you got a couple. Can I say them? I'm just playing. Go ahead. I'm, I'm curious to know what couple. Huh? What couple names? You had a like, bunch of nicknames. Depending, like depending on what you know me by is is going is going to determine what, how long you knew me. Mm-hmm. Like like. Bam. I have, if you if you call me Bam, you knew me for a while. China. China. You knew me for a while. But Bam is like, like. Okay. Oh, wow. No, China I was before me. Bam. No, no. No? I was nah. Bam. I was a freshman in Bam. Nah, I thought mm-hmm. you was I thought you was China when no, you was a China freshman. No, came later. Because everybody used to tell me how, how I looked Asian. And yeah, okay, okay. All right. So Bam, for sure. But now, I like to call her Miss Asia Lee. You know what I'm saying? Yes, um, that's my stage name. So stage. let me give a, a brief <laughs> intro. I always usually give an introduction to like the the uh, the guests that I have coming up. Um. Like, maybe three years ago, to, for, I don't care about who she used to be. Maybe three years ago, I reached out to Asia. I DM'd her. You remember that? You remember that DM? No. I reached out to Asia, and I was like, yo, I'm proud of you. I was like, yo. Oh, okay, okay. You remember that? Okay. I was like, I'm proud of you because. That was that I, Dick Ron thing that you was talking yeah, about? Yeah, I was Dick Ron. I was oh, Dick Ron. Oh, I, did, I jumped oh. straight in DMs and started Dick Ron. Like, I had to make sure she got flowers. But I needed to hear that. Exactly. I had to Dick Ron it real quick. So See how that works out? I Dick Ron my friends. We're going to get in that lane. <laughs> so I, did, I hit up. I, like, Asia Yo. was a fighter. She's like I knew Asia to be a fighter. I knew Asia to be rowdy. I knew Asia to be in the mix all a the time. A gang member. Yeah, that too. Really? But mm-hmm. I, I was going to let her say it. I knew Asia to be in the mix. <laughs> Not only that, she got a lot of hood love, which we're going to get into later how that plays. I think that plays a lot into her brand. Um, she got a lot of hood love, so you would see Asia everywhere. She could okay. go everywhere. One of the few people who could go to different hoods that are beefing, and it's like they love her. They embrace her like she's one of their own. You really? know what I'm saying? Yes. yes. And so she's evolved from that. She's a mom now. She's an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, well, you know, I'm proud of you because what I knew you to be when we were 15, 16 and who you are now, right. I don't even know this person no more. Like, I got to reintroduce myself. Like, I got to, I mean, I don't know her no more. Like, so this even. introduction. Yes. Even when I talk to her now, so like. where y'all know each other from? Like, where y'all seen each other? High school. Of, high school. I, I think she used to be best friends, was with, best my friends with my sister, sister back in the day. Like, mm-hmm. and she, and so because my sister's three years younger than her, three years younger than me. I looked at my sister as a baby, so therefore Asia's a baby. But in reality, she's only a year younger than me. But so I never really—I just looked at her as a youngin. But mm-hmm. yeah, like just watching her growth and maturity, and just her evolving as a as a woman, I was like, I'm dope. I'm proud of that. And to see what she's doing, I, I just felt like she needed to come up here and get her shit off because that's where we headed now Thank with the pod. Okay. So, Thank you. 
I'm here. I'm here to tell my testimony. Yeah. Okay. And NMS, we gonna, we, you know what I mean? We gonna, we gonna shred you apart. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> anyway, let them know your Instagram. Let them know the things that you have going on before we get into the conversation. Like, so I'm, I'm a multi-business owner. I have a business called Cloud Connect One, which is um in partnership with um three of my f- colleagues. They're family, but it's a partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, I have another brand it's called Be a Beauty and the Beast LLC. Well, um, started um, as a clothing line, but we're going to be expanding into more things um, in the future. And um, I do um, credit repair. Hello. Um, I oh. just, I'm going to be doing life insurance soon. Um, I would like to say maybe I'm financial advisor, kind of. Mm. I just have my life insurance. Kind of. That's, what you, could, that's what you can call me. <laughs> Um, and I kind of mix that all together with Instagram and, um, I just try to create content for the people that, um, help them. Okay. I want to help people grow and do better. And I'm going to use my platform to do that and monetize off my Instagram eventually. Mm. I'm, I monetize off my Instagram right now, honestly. That's what's up. So that's what makes me an influencer. When you, when you say you help them, you mean like you want to consult them or you mean like... No, like, so me, like, me personally, like, me being an influencer and taking inf- courses on how to be an influencer, I've learned that I have to create content. I have I to drop, I have to, I have to drop content every day or yeah. post almost every day. For me to grow my following, I have to create these, the content for the people to make them want to follow me. I have to have a niche. I have to pick what it is that I want to... Um, be about so that when people come to my page, they're like, okay, I'm here for this. Like, whether it be, um, I want to follow Asia because she know how to dress or I want to follow Asia because she always talking about how to get some money or I want to follow Asia because she always doing cool things with her son. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, I have more than one niche. I didn't want to say I have one niche because they, they, in, in the courses that I've took, and they, they've said that you want to have one niche. But I said I, come, I, could, I don't have to right. pick one niche because as long as everything could be branched together under one umbrella and it makes sense, right. then why? Because now I'm able to get paid brand deals from different brands now. So if I want to, if I want to be a, do a mommy and me, I can do that because they know I'm a mom. Right. So if I want to get paid brand deals from somebody pertaining to some kid shit, like, because I love, I love mommy gadgets. So, like, all the new baby tech shit, like, mm. I... I buy it, I test it out, I review it, I got a little Amazon page, you know, you feel me? I try to get that bag. But um, that, or fitness, like just just me as a whole, I just say I'm just the brand, just me, just my lifestyle. Yeah, this is just something that you just see, you know, where you, what you're doing, you're just basically branding who you already are. Yes. You're just putting it out there to the world to see. Yes, and the Mm -hmm. fact that my past giving people people know me like right. him he know me so people know like i could do it so they feel like okay asia doing it like it's possible so right. and i'm only telling the people what they should know right i'm only giving them cold hard facts the things that people don't want us to know right so where you, where you where are you from from for me i don't smooth are you familiar with Young lady, you familiar? You know, yeah, y'all know I each know other. Her. Okay, yeah, so yeah. perfect. Yeah, so I don't know the song. So where you? So where exactly are you? Like where you from in Jersey City? I'm born like, and raised in Jersey City. I've been everywhere. Like mm-hmm. I, I used to live. I used to live down Duncan Word. for a while. Mm-hmm. 
And then when before when I went to high school, my mother moved from Duncan to Grant and Westside between okay. um between <laughs> between the boulevard and what's the name. So okay. I went to university originally as in my first high school. Mm-hmm. I got kicked out my freshman year. So I had Wildin'. to go Yes. Wildin'. So I okay. had to go to um the school in my district. So my, I was forced to go to Henry Snyder High School mm-hmm. where I met Travis, mm-hmm. and I didn't know anybody. Oh, mm-hmm. Don't say my government no oh, more. I'm sorry. Bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 you said you don't like right? No, no, no. I don't know. No, no, no. You see how Palmer works? I didn't even do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, no. I got you, my boy. No, no. I feel you. I get it now. I was about to say. I get it now. I get what you said. I got you. The way she said it, like, it came out of nowhere. Like, anyway. I was being funny. <laughs> I was being funny when when I was saying like the way she's nah. Don't do that. But anyway, go ahead. But anyway, I, that's why I met um Big Boo the God. <laughs> See, look, look, look. See, look. She all right. Alright, alright. Um, right. Yo. Hey, yo. That's not your nickname. Hey, yo. Anyway. <clears throat> I went to Henry Snyder and I was forced like I wasn't all the kids from Snyder went to school together. And they was all from the hill, and I was yeah. I wasn't from the hill. I didn't know anybody. It was rough, Absolutely. and um, and then I found my family. Okay, let's, let's speak on family because every everybody got a, their own perspective on like family. So when you say family, I started I started gangbanging in high school. Yeah, gangbanging. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like gangbang. Hold up. Now, no, bro. Now, she was like gang gangbanging. Bang. Like I'm, I'm spilling off. I'm talking about yes. I'm talking about going to school with a with a blade, like getting it in through the through the metal detector. Like about we going we going we going home together because if we walk along somebody catches, we might get jumped in the gang. Like when the gang like, fight in the field. Like, she fighting, nigga. <laughs> when niggas is swinging, she catching hands and she throwing hands. Mm-hmm. So how do I mean? But how did you get caught up in something like that? I mean, well, coming up in the, just being on the hill. So no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Because I want to. We want to. It wasn't okay. So it wasn't being on the hill. It was that. It was that I didn't have a good relationship with my mother growing up. Right. Okay. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. The child of two immigrants. My father's from Guyana. My mother's from Belize or whatever. My mother knows no one. She has two brothers. My mother and they was in Belize. So my mother's literally in America by herself. My father has a big family, but I didn't really grow up having my father in my life because my mother was always constantly arguing and battling with him over child support and right. stuff like Just that. Stupid shit. Because gotcha. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Yeah. Let's be clear. We know that. He got seven kids. He got seven kids. Everybody. We're not alone with that nigga. story. Like anyway, we, I love my father. But right. anyway, I didn't have my father there, so I was literally like it was just me like right i didn't i wasn't getting along with her she used to like kick me out or whatever 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 the reason was so i was in the streets right when i turned 17 i moved out i just decided to just bounce like we wasn't getting along it just it was what it was like you're not gonna keep kicking me out i'm just gonna do whatever right like you obviously don't want me here (laughs) clearly got you and i've been working since i was 14 anyway so i've been taking care of myself i've been doing whatever i had to do so i was always i was just a survivor so got you that um would cause me to I guess like the gang to me was like that was my family. They made sure I ate. Nobody ain't bothered me and nothing like that. We we had fun. Like right, we loved right, each right. other like and I understand. that that's what it was for me more so and I still love them to this day. Facts. Like 
they good take care of me. I'm yeah. good. Nobody, nobody can't press me. Like, but I don't live my life like that no more. And they look up to me. So now they come and they talk to me. I've had people come talk to me like the gang. They want help. They want to build their credit or they want to get a job. They want to start a business. I love how you associate And that's how I use, (laughs) and that's why I I make it very clear that I'm a gang member. Like, people say I should keep that to myself, especially what I'm trying to do as far as being an influencer. But I feel like that story alone is, like, what's going to make people fuck with me. Like, people always put, like, sorry, but a lot of people like, like to say, like, you shouldn't tell people that you are a member of a gang, but it was it's such a negative conversation conversation on it. It's like, bro, you can be at one point in your life and grow from that. Like right. gangs teach you, it can teach you structure because it, at the end of the day, it's an organization. Right. Yeah. And how it it's is. run is an organization. You know, mm-hmm. you got it's lieutenants, there's a top, there's somebody that that follow rules, they issue out orders. So it's not always negative things that you can learn from a gang. So I don't know why people always say, oh, you shouldn't tell people that. Because Yeah, that. you That's look, you look, yeah, but you, the army is the yeah, same right. exact thing. You look at the military. Back in the day to fight. Yeah, you look the at the army. The army so is the same thing. They kill but people. Not only, so, not shit just went on. left. Not only that, though, we always had this, like, this conversation. It's a reoccurring thing, too. There's gangs, there are gangs in hip-hop culture to where it's though it's becoming the norm now like to say i mean like that's what i'm saying like so for for people to tell her nah stop telling people that like mm-hmm. that's a triumph in certain situations right. to say yeah i was in a gang or i'm in a gang but i'm still about my business exactly. like i'm Absolutely. i can still be mature like right. that's a part of code switching now like right. i can go to the gang and still be associated with the gang power. exactly like but i can still <laughs> walk in the corporate room i could put a suit it's on it's something about being you know street I mean? smart it's something about it's something about the streets that teach you that a book can never fucking teach you. Right, absolutely. I have, I have street code. I have, I have integrity. This is this is what you learn from being in the street. Like, cause if you do the wrong thing to the wrong person, you might die. Right. So yes. you gotta live by code. You have to live by principles. So I never, I always been a real nigga my entire life. Like and I don't be with none of that funny. Like. Right. I live by character like a person's character like exactly if you are i judge you by your character how you treat others like i don't care about the facades what you look like or how you portray yourself to be how you treat others is everything to me and that's why i said like them niggas was my they was my brothers like they 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 characters they was they was no matter we all were struggling kids you feel me but everybody looked out for one each other so one another excuse me so that to me was like, I love you. Like these my, yeah. I don't yeah. see no wrong and nothing that they Ain't do. Wow. But not only that though, like when it come to like, when you talked about street and um, integrity, your when it comes to street, your reputation is everything. Exactly. Like your, when your reputation Especially precedes yeah. you, when how you talked about like people like people that know you, like yo he and I'm, and, I, and I'm not even just talking about yo he's a rat, but it's like yo. Like, he's a cool dude. Like, he's standing on this type of principle. Like, yo, right. you know not to touch him. You know not to test him. And anybody that's under him, anybody that's rock with him, you know to lead him alone, too. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. But it's a respect thing, too. Like, Absolutely. so it's, it's levels to it's levels to this shit. So that you learn a lot of that. So, so where, how difficult is transitioning from one thing to another being somebody who obviously is like super deep in something like that like mm-hmm. gang like like you see so many people struggle out of that like nipsey snoop mm-hmm. um you see so many different people struggle out of gang life 
Right. Um, how do? You, where is the transition on from gang life now to? Okay, hey, I want to be an entrepreneur and I want to do something completely different. So speak on like that transitional part where you you're finding your niche in life with mm-hmm. who you really supposed to be. But gang is just a part of it, and then mm-hmm. now you're transitioning into something like, all right, this business. is so business. now we gonna we about to get into that so, anyway. So it's a good basically leeway. Um, segue, not leeway. Me, I'm my big homie is literally the big homie like of all big homies like right. I w- I'm not like under this like you know what I'm saying I, I'm without I saying say, too much without yeah. saying without we know what you're saying I'm 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 good like I'm respected right so like I'm myself all the time some people don't feel like they can't be themselves because they so worried about perception perception yeah right. perception you. you feel me so I've always been myself. Like, they know me. Like, so they've always supported me. And, like I said, I use my, I guess you could say, like, I don't know, my popularity, street cred, whatever. I use it for good. So they support anything that I do, like, wholeheartedly. I could go, I could, I was recently just talking to, I'm not going to, my big homie and his big homie, I was just talking to them about, okay, Back in the day, y'all used to force us. Um, we used to have these bevins or whatever. We, ha- we used to have to meet in the park and we had these little. Everybody had to put up their kitty money and whatever, whatever, um, without saying too much. Of course, right. but um, <laughs> it was just like a structured thing. But um, anyway, I was like, if if um, we could do that, like we can we can organize other things. I was like, what if we get them together and and feed the homeless? Make them do start making make them do positive things so yeah. they could be looked at in a in a new light in a better light especially to politicians and things like that. I'm like y'all could get help. Y'all could. I'm like y'all could transition. I've had these conversations with 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 them. They feel comfortable in me and coming to talk to me because they know me personally and they, and That's I've dope. been there where they've been. You know what I'm saying? So I just use I use that for I use that as my secret weapon. Yeah. Like. So and I want you to I want you to know this too, my bad, Jared. I want you to know this too. Like, you're not the only person who thought like that. Like, for example, in North, Roz Barak is a black, you know, he's a black cultural leader, he's the mayor. He has a relationship with the gangs. He keeps you a relationship. Have to. He keeps a relationship with to. the gangs. They run the streets for because real. that ultimately encourages how he does business. It keeps him engaged with what's going on in the streets. And it keeps him engaged with what's going on in politics. Right. You know what I'm saying? It keeps the gangs out of certain areas. So this relationship that he's cultivated over the years, he respects it and they respect him. And it's never like, it's never disconnected. Like, so the, the gangs, if you notice, the gangs in Newark are doing some positive. I mean, they ain't they shit, but they doing some positive shit too when it comes to politics. So, that's cool. so I mean, that's just my thought on that. Right. So how do you, so what happened? What made you say, okay, this is not... Did you? Um, is it in the middle of it, and you transition? Like, no, are you so working so or is it? I've been first of all, I've been a, a upstanding member of society my whole entire life. <laughs> Lord, I have. She won't know. She I, wasn't, let me. I, I've never got caught for anything that I did. Got. I, I always say that. I, I like to say how blessed I am because I say like I've been through a lot. When I was going through it, it was hard to feel like that. But now that I'm looking back and I've been able to reflect and heal from the things in my past, I just like okay. Yeah. Well. This um makes me who I am, and this is 
my calling. Like maybe it's for me to help people like me. Yeah. Right. Like it makes me happy. And if I can make money doing something that makes me happy. Work. <laughs> why not? Yeah. It's, it's not really All right. Okay. Uh, so yeah, my bad. So you guys about to say something? All right. So, so we transition a little bit because I want to get into like I want to get into like the the dope things that you have done, you your accomplishments, like your milestones. So um, recently, so you know, transitioning from that, you've become a mom, and uh, I just I want to touch on that last when we we, we just talking about off air. Um, you being a mom now, raising two boys, um, and just. You know, that, that whole thought process, you know, just being a boy mom and just the growth, knowing what you knew, knowing the gang life and just the transition of how you're raising these boys now. I, I feel like, I feel like it was meant to be for me to be a boy mom. Like, 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 I've been a boy my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been running with the boys. Like, I've seen, like, what they go through. And so I have a, a soft spot. For, for boys and so I take this job so seriously like when I had my son I was just like I'm gonna do all the research that I can I started reading books I read boys about how to raise men it's, it's, a, it's a book called how to raise a, how to raise a boy um but it talks about the different things that men go through and um like I said it caused me to be extra empathetic towards men almost kind of too much but um I've learned that, you know, the way that y'all was taught in the past how to not have feelings and um how you have to be a man you have to be a, you have to be the man, you have to be strong and, and you have to keep everything in kinda cause um people to not know how to deal with their emotions. So now the families and of the future are struggling. We we have single moms and we have broken homes and it's because these men like no one taught them how to love. Yeah. And it's like it starts with us. So it's like, okay, now I'm putting that I'm raising the next generation of men. So I have to make sure that my son is emotionally stable, emotionally emotionally emotionally, excuse me, capable of loving. So he can be a husband. Right. So he can be a so he can be a happy, loving husband. Right. You know what I'm saying, and and so I take my job very seriously. That's dope. I'm very loving to my son. I don't like when people tell him that he <laughs> can't cry or stop crying, and my son can never be for you. I can never be doing too much for him because the world d- does not love him. Yeah. So I will. That's a fact. To the utmost, to the up fucking most, like. <laughs> That's something like what Chris Rock said in that uh, on that Tamarine joint where he was like, I tell my kids all the time. Don't nobody give a fuck about nobody. Nobody don't give a fuck about you outside this house. Like, like outside this house, and even in this house, <laughs> it's that even in this house, there's some people who don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so now nah, I to- I totally understand where you're coming from. So, like, what's the first brand that you created, and why did you create it? My first business was um, Cloud Connect. Okay. Um, I used, I was okay. working, I've been working since I was, like I said, I've been working since I was 14, but, um, the big, like the more, like a grown up job was FedEx. I've been working at FedEx since, um, I was 19. Um, and, um, I'm sorry, 
I got sidetracked. <laughs> what was the question again? Yeah, okay. Your first no, business. I was saying, your first I was, business. Oh. Yeah, I was saying, why you, yeah. <laughs> anyway. the first brand you created and why Oh, yeah, I work at, don't worry, we'll slip it out. I always go on topic. We'll flip it out. Don't worry. No, I, 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 I told him that. I told yeah. so much that I get on topic. I will forget the question. You want me to answer um, it again? No, you said. The first, the first one. What was the first brand? it's so good. And then we could, we could flip it. What I was getting at with FedEx was, I used to be in FedEx just thinking, brainstorming about how to get out of FedEx. Yeah, we're gonna get to that. How to get out of FedEx? Tell it. And I, I was actually a party. I, I used to love to go out and go get hookah. Like, who doesn't love hookah? If it wasn't a hookah at the bar, guess what? I didn't want to go. Facts. So I was just thinking. I was just like, yo. Ain't nobody really doing this hookah shit in Jersey City because nobody is. No hookahs over here. I was like, I'm pretty. Like. Look at you going. How how could I not how could I not be successful in the party in the party industry if it's a bad bitch selling hookahs? So yeah. I want to sell hookahs. I want to do hookahs. Sell bottles. Gotcha. So I linked up with my bro. And they will um, be doing the hookah at the live pod when we get that going too. Yes, period. So I linked up with my bro who is the hookah god, Herb. Right. That's my business partner. He smokes hookah every day because people. Need, they need to know this. You cannot get into into business with something that you know nothing about. Exactly. It's like you you can't. I don't think you should be sell, selling bundles if you're not a hairstylist. Like you know what I'm saying? It's just like you gotta stay in your lane because there's certain shit that you really gotta know. You gotta know the product. Everything, man. So Herb is stop a fucking again. getting on podcasts and you don't know shit about podcasts. <laughs> right. Getting on my fucking nerves. <laughs> so Herb is he smokes hookah every day. Like he know he knows flavors and little little things like that that like the hookah starter mm-hmm. like that gets the hookah pulling shit that I wouldn't know. I linked with him, we was talking about it and made that shit happen. Mm, facts. Made that shit happen. And we, we took we invested out of our own pockets and um the initial investment was like I ain't even gonna say nothing. You got you got to. So um we done made that back already and Three then times. some mm. and and the as long as we stay booked, we make money. Yeah. Like it it is what it is. Like and that's why my Instagram comes into play too, like and me with me growing my following. Like everything is surrounded around that platform. Like yeah. social media. Like hello. It's, so it's I'm growing only. my following and then anything moving forward is gonna I'm not gonna say just because I have a good a high following, anything I do is gonna pop. Yeah. Right. But if I have like I said, people that are engaging with me, they they feel a connection with me, and that comes from me being myself and being honest and telling my truths. They're gonna they're gonna want to support me just because. Mm-hmm. Long as I do the right thing, have quality service, then how could I not succeed? Yeah. Like just... so, Smooth and I have been talking, and um, we we you know I left my job, but I ended up starting a, going to a new job. I left my job because I was tired of it. Smooth and I were talking, we had a conversation. Smooth was telling me that, you know, soon it's about to be curtains for the post office mm-hmm. and what's going to be next from there. Um, and so, going back to you, business became lucrative. You know, you got your, you got your hustle up, start mm-hmm. doing what you needed to do, and eventually you left your job. Mm-hmm. So, you know, talk to me about that. Like, talk so, to me about your mind state, um, that feeling, and the, the, the feeling that made you want to leave and the feeling of leaving and feeling like, you know what, I can do this shit and I can hold my own without it. Okay, so my son is really the cause for this huge change in my life so fast. Because I've literally, like, been working on getting my shit together 
for two <laughs> years. He's only two. But um, I decided when I when when I had my son that I didn't want a job to um interfere with my mothering, and that just came from me not me not having a close relationship with my mother. And I say I feel like part of our disconnect was that I didn't know her. And I didn't know her because she always was working because she had to. But these are things that I came to understand as I had my own child. I didn't know it while I was in the moment. Right. But um, I just said no job would take me away from my kid. Like, think people think that as long as you can provide, you know, things for the for your child, then then you're doing what's best. No, a child needs time a time a child needs love a child needs affection these are things that you have to be present for they need that honestly that's that's a fact so i just said that no job would take no job would take me away from my son no job would come between my son and me being there for my son so Mm -hmm. once that shit stopped once i had my son like i went back to work it just was like i wasn't happy this ain't it i wasn't happy like i wasn't happy at all so it was just like that's why I was like, I would I would just go and I would just brainstorm and I would talk to my coworkers about different things like what can I do to get the fuck out of here? Hmm. What can I do? And like so I've I started my businesses while working at FedEx and I use my network. That's when I start learning about networking too. Like I use this shit is real. It is. It is. Who you know is way more important sometimes than than anything. But yeah. um like I would have thing I would have um things and I would just you know tell people at work and they're gonna support you that's your family so you didn't with them more than you home exactly <laughs> so once I start noticing like yeah I could get people to come out like they, and these people show love like I got a good and they come set in like 10 15 yeah years. and I'm like man I'm like if I could get if I could persuade my whole Instagram you know what I'm saying like they know what the cause is they're gonna fuck with me like exactly and you made it authentic. I, I just said, it's not going to be easy, but I wouldn't give up. Yeah. And I had a plan, too. I didn't just I didn't just leave FedEx with no money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, that's why I asked. Talk to me about the, the process. Well, not the process, but your mind state when leaving and then after leaving, like the relief of, yo, I can still do this so shit. So what you, what you want what, what to do is you want to plan everything out. Like, you want to be like, okay, well, and you want to give yourself deadlines, too. So you could be right. like, well... I'm going to give myself six months to get this business off the ground or to get it going, or else I'm going to just go back to work. I'm just going to get another job or whatever. Okay, let me save up my rent for six months. Let me make sure all my bills are covered for six months so I could just literally chill and focus on what I got to focus on. Plan it out, plan it out. pressure to the brand. And and market. Marketing is everything, yo. That's why I say... Everything that I post on Instagram, no matter what it is, it could be some bullshit. Like, it's always strategic. Like, it's for a reason. So, I'm going to tie a couple of your points together. So, as far as you're saying, you wanted wanted to leave because you don't want to be away from your son. As far as we talk about the generational thing, right? Our parents before us, they were so sold on being a provider and... That you're just talking about, that yeah. that was missed out core values of being a party. Like my mom, she showed up to my games, but a lot of people, parents weren't able to because they were yeah, single right parents, now, yeah, so yeah. they had to work, 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 mm-hmm. and they missed those and the, like the the meaningful times. Like 
being right. there for your child when they cry and being able to do that. And you were yeah. saying you being seeing a boy. when they lose. Yeah, seeing well, them when they lose and telling they was after school. Kids go through so much yeah. at right. school. Yo, I used, it would be tough yo, for me. Yo, I was a latchkey kid, bro. Like, a lot of people get offended when they, like, talk about that. But when I came home, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, latchkey kid, meaning the real term of a latchkey kid was like, you know, you go home, you got to find the key, put it in the door. But in a sense, I used to come home and... Like, my mother wasn't getting off from work until 8 o'clock that night, so I had to feed myself lunch sometimes. Then summer, my, my big sister, Summer, had the whole shit down to feed me. We was only four months, four years apart, so she played my second mom in a sense. You know what I'm saying? So, you because your mother's working constantly, she's missing out. Or dad. She's <clears throat> they're missing out on key moments, like key times where you be like, yo, I need to talk to you, like... We grew up without cell phones. Like, nigga, we couldn't call our mother when we got off of work. You yeah. me? Like, when, she, when we got out of school. Yeah. We had to wait till they the came home. home. Yeah. Right. We had to wait till they come home or they call us on break. To, Yo, how y'all doing? Y'all good? Yo, it's chicken in the fridge. Make sure y'all eat that tonight. I'll be yeah. home at nine. Yeah, we be technically like, raise ourselves. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, kids got the luxury. Mom, Miss Johnson tripping. I can't, can I leave school now? Like, I ain't had that luxury growing up. Exactly. I mean, so, kind of did a little bit, you know. I, yeah, that's what I said. No, but that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, but that's our move. situation. Everybody's situation is different. I'm not just going to relate my situation to everybody because everybody didn't grow up the way that I grew up. No, I was talking about that. I was talking about me. Hey, yo, real talk. I remember how kids like used to be mad at us because how me and Smooth grew up because we we cousins. So I remember how like we we had like a grandmother, our parents waiting for us when we come home sometimes and. Come like, pick you up from school. Pick us up from there, school. Like, drop us off at grandma's house. We be chilling in the kids next door, like, cause we went to Sacred Heart, but like the kids around like Belmont area, they don't they don't Catholics. We don't see kids like that around here, so they like, oh y'all mama gonna think y'all better than we like, right. bro. We go through the same shit yeah. y'all go through, bro. Like, <laughs> our dad get off at six o'clock too. Like yo, <laughs> exactly. Asian knew the core ground boys, like the core ones, like it's like me and Dooley. You know, we were, we had, our mothers were like, you know, up and coming, trying to get it together. And then we had stepfathers. And even Trey, in a sense, because Trey's pops was, you know, you know, his murder, so he, and he, then he had a stepfather. But, like, we had friends like Zaya and Dave who had two-parent households, like, who grew up with stability and, parent, like, st- like, family and mm-hmm. that, that bond. And whereas, mm-hmm. though, we didn't have that. It's not that I was jealous or emulated, oh, water? but it was more can so... I drink your water? <laughs> It's not that it's not that we were jealous or emulated them, but in a sense, it was more so like, damn, like it was almost it was one of those. I wish I had that. Like right, I can right, honestly right. say, I wish I had that stability. Right. Like I wish, yo, we used to sit there and say, I wish I could go talk to Mr. Thomas. You feel me? Like I wish, I wish, like we used to joke on Dave all the time because it was so many spiveys and bathes. But it was like, I wish I had these. No, for real. I they wish had so I had this fun. like a, a family. You know what I'm saying? Like if I got into a fight, nigga, like. It was just me and my I niggas. Said, I like, I ain't have a gang of siblings had, that could run down that's the whole. Gang. You feel me? Like, we. that's why I said we last no, kids. So I get what y'all saying, too. Me and Smooth that y'all grew up different. Yeah. yeah, we Smooth grew up like. Not to mention, yeah. my mother is from Belize. So I was already raised different. So I don't even understand a lot of shit that's going on. So, so like, it was just like a culture shock to me. Everything was just crazy. Mm. Like, and coming to, to find myself... I'm just now coming into myself now, like, now. How old are you now? 28. 
Okay. Yeah. 28. The pandemic has helped me for get get into the tool myself, <laughs> honey. Yo, the, yeah. the, the I had to get it together. It yeah. get, like, I had but to. That, but that was one of the reasons I left the job because the pandemic. I just felt like me. I felt expendable. Like I, I felt that earlier in the year, but they really made me feel like, nah, nigga, like you a essential worker, go right. work. Like I'm like, I got a newborn. Nah, nigga, we don't care about your kid. Go you. work. If my like, job didn't tell me. My job had me working. They 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 have me working. Um, they they a little bit more lenient. Like I work yeah, corporate my new America, job is, so yeah. like yeah, they like okay, we gonna bring y'all food every day. We gonna make sure y'all as comfortable as possible at work. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna take we're gonna take less loads. So when I come to work, like my days are like super chill now. You know what I mean? But I'm able to still like I picked up a second job like trading on the market like forex trading. Mm-hmm. So like I'm able to like still be at work and like do other things. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's still like I, I don't feel stressed out they almost made it comfortable for you to stay at work yeah. like instead of making it more harder you know what i mean like i'm like all right shout out okay corporate all right y'all well i don't know who needs to hear this but thank you Mark. you should never get too comfortable or complacent at a job because no. i think always expendable when you're exactly i think that even even knowing asia's story and just knowing like her thinking 10 steps ahead like yo you know I'm thinking about leaving, and this is what I what I got going on. Like, I know this is not a long-term thing. Like, I know that my mom, I'm not going to say she was comfortable complacent in a bad way, but to get a good job in the early 90s, late 90s, and the 2000s, and want to stay there and feel like y'all can be here and provide for my kids, we don't think like that now. We be like, yo, I'm going to try to provide for my kids, but if y'all I'm niggas be here yeah, like a year and a half, yeah, like, I'm out. Gross. Like, this ain't for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to get what I need from you. I got something Unless bigger Unless I plan. just so happen yeah. trip on the opportunity yeah. to make more here. I yeah. <laughs> Where our, par- our parents was like, no, I got to make this work. I got two kids at home. I got to feed them. We we self-sufficient. We like, nigga, if, my, if this job ain't for me, I'm going to go get it. And I don't care if I got to sell a fucking T-shirt, three, right. ten shirts a day. I'm going to hustle and get I'm this I'm going to tell you the mindset of those. Like, they really have that mindset. I was, um, this was like summertime. And, um, you know, I was I'm into like different things like to make money, so um, I remember my mother said to me, um, um, "Transit hiring, you need to go." And I, shout out to everybody working for transit. When I get on the train, <laughs> I appreciate y'all. But she was like, um, "You know, transit's hiring, and like, um, like you need to you need to go put in the application." And I'm like, "Ma, like, I'm not working for anybody, like." My plan is when you go to transit, you plan on doing 15, 20 years when you go there. Just like when you go to the military, you plan on doing 15, 20 years. Like those are like jobs Mm -hmm. that you extend yourself on. You know what I mean? And I was like, Ma, I'm not, I'm a businessman. Like I'm an entrepreneur. And sometimes she couldn't hear that shit really. Not like that. I know what she was just like, "Mm," because if I go to transit, best believe I ain't going to have the time that I really need. To do, do what, what I want I really to do. want to yeah. do, you know what I'm saying, and so I work corporate America because it's set. It's Monday through Friday. Yeah, it's it's a set job. But she like, no, you need to go over there. They're gonna pay you this. Gonna, I'm like, ma, that ain't me. Yeah, like, and it was hard for her to see like that. That's not. So stop asking me about every time a uh, application popping up on it because I'm not going. Yeah, in my head. I'm a millionaire. <laughs> and I'm a be one. And like, I'm a be yeah. one. I am one. Matter of <laughs> you fact. Know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I am a millionaire and 
I'm going to be a multi-millionaire. Yeah. Facts. And transit is not going to get... Yeah. They're not giving that to me. That's, I felt, that's, that's somebody else's dream. That's not mine. I felt that same way. I work at Pepsi now. I felt that same way. Like, that same... Like, yo, this is a long... T- I'm like, man, listen. If these niggas ain't talking what I want to hear in the next two years, I'm out of there, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I go find... Because this is nothing to find a job, nigga. Like, fucking right. resume stack, nigga. I got a degree. I can put this put shit, shit to on use. LinkedIn. That shit is nothing. It's about what you want to do. I need time for my daughters. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I need time to be there. I'm not missing moments. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I had a homeboy walk away. Um, I had a, I had a homeboy who walked away from $120,000 job. He was working six days a week. And he, walk, he walked away from it because he was like, yo, like, I ain't got time with my, like, my, my, my son. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't got no time for him right. like that. And this was a few years back. But look how God worked. So he quit that job. Quits that job, struggles working for like Poland Spring, like like mm-hmm. jobs that's a little bit more lenient, but you can spend more time with your family. Mm-hmm. Figures that out, doesn't work for a year, comes back, open up a gym, and hit that same number and make that same number three years, four years later. You know what I'm saying? So like some like owning his own business. So like sometimes you got to take a step back, and sometimes you got to take losses to be able to gain everything that you really, really want in the time that you really, really want. So I don't know who needs to hear this, but bro, if it's something in your heart that's making you move, and you feel like yo, this is where I really need to be, yeah. bro, don't be afraid to take a step away from a company, a job that don't give a two fucks about mm-hmm. you, bro. You could mess, you could mess up one time, and they get rid of you exactly. and put somebody in there three weeks later. So. Gotta do what you gotta do. I ain't saying quit your jobs on Monday. Yeah, yeah. Right. Nah, but we nah, need but to stop. Some, nah, but ain't, like, anybody don't need to quit their job, bro. Some motherfuckers don't need to quit. Some niggas is some niggas are just workers, though, bro. Yes, everybody ain't creative and everybody ain't designed to be. No, some niggas need to check. Some niggas need to get it right. We ain't gonna have everybody hearing shit and thinking like, ah, you know what? I'm going to no, nigga. Some niggas need to be in that moment. Some of you niggas don't need to follow your dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of y'all niggas don't need to do that. Keep it a stack. I don't know who needs to hear this. Some of y'all niggas just need to stay. Where the fuck you at? The first step should be learning how to manage your money. Yeah, some of you niggas ain't got that's, talent. That, that's, that's before before you even talk oh, about no, being no an no entrepreneur. Talent. And I always say this to people, and I be like, I be like, okay, so but you have a job and you always broke right now, but you want to be an entrepreneur. I'm like, you have no discipline. If you if you can't manage a little bit of money, you can't manage big money. Facts. So don't 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 make it seem and like oh truth. when you are an entrepreneur you get all this money you are gonna be better. No, if you can't if you fucking off that little bit of money that you getting weekly, then odds are you need to get something together there first before you can even think about trying to be an entrepreneur. That be the problem. People 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 go into entrepreneurship the wrong way. Like I came into it knowing that. It won't be easy. It won't pick. It won't be successful the first year, or maybe losses. the second, yeah, or the third year. Give a gym. But as long as I stay consistent, it's no way that I will fail. Facts. No, you got a brand. That say the brand. Say I don't know who needs to hear this. I don't know who needs to hear mm, this. But but as long as I stay consistent, right, right, yeah. How can I fail? And, and, and so so yes, I did have I did have the job. I did. And what I did was, I ain't even gonna lie, I didn't quit. I got fired. But but you, this is what I did. I stopped doing shit at work. Yeah. I stopped giving oh, a fuck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what everybody. <laughs> yeah, I would, yeah. I would, I would go, I would go upstairs in the cafeteria and go to sleep for hours at a time, four or five hours, like whole shift. <laughs> and like, so, Yo, she you feel me? So they fired me, and now I get unemployment. So now I have that six months. 
gap to get you of right. money coming in, just extra. That's a peace of mind. So I now I know I could focus on my hustle for real. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. And then the pandemic hit. It was in March. The time because it took them a while to catch on to me to fight actually fight me from me doing whatever I was doing whatever I wanted to do for a long time. Right. So um. It happened in March, and then, like, the pandemic happened. Because I was like, fuck it, I'm about to be on unemployment. I got six months to make my brain grow. I'm hold a, up, I'm hold a, up, hold up. You just took the inspiration out the story and everything now. Like, now you scamming. <laughs> <laughs> like, this shit was, insp- no, this no, was no. inspirational. It's pandemic. Pandemic. No, it's not like, yeah, you get your job. I believe in you. She like, nah, nah, I got fired, but no, I ran up unemployment. No, because you got you to keep it a buck. So, that's the problem, the Snick. Fuck, like, that's the problem, because people be, people be lying. People get on Instagram yeah. and always try to paint a picture like that. They, they just this. Everything is so fucking great. No, y'all gonna y'all gonna know the real me, cause nobody's ever gonna say Asia was no fraud. That's, because that's niggas real. at FedEx know I got fired. So when I make it to a hundred k on followers and I'm telling my story, exactly. niggas gonna be like she was on that podcast saying she got fi- um she quit no, and you, she really got quit. fired. You didn't quit. get fired. You can quit and get anyway, fired. Anyway, you quit on the don't job be stupid. Two months before you don't be stupid, fired. people. Don't be fucking stupid. Like I said. It was just so happened. The pandemic happened. Pandemic. I am gaslighting. The pandemic happened, right? So I was like, okay, damn. Everything's on pause. I don't know what the fuck going on. Everything closed. I can't grow my businesses now. Right. So it was like I did go through a stage when I was just frozen in time. Like, like I I was anxious. Um, I didn't know. I didn't know what was going on as far as the virus. I thought I was gonna die. Every day, like I'm like I go out, so I'm gonna catch the shit. I'm gonna die. I don't have a job right now. I was still. Um, I was just yeah. I, it was just the beginning. I've never been through this in my life, and I and, and nobody. And I have a, no one has. And I have a, and I have a baby, so it's like why is this happening to me right now? Yeah, and I got to be the protective. Like now, I thought about it. Like damn, all the things that my parents may have went through, all of the all the the economy crashes and shit that my parents have went through, the mental stress. Now I fucking get it. Yeah. That's when I that's when I was like, okay, now I gotta work on me. I gotta get myself together. Yo, I was in the house fucking reading books like the Bible, like all kind of self help books, like books about uh like I said, being a better mother, right. um, being a better spouse and I ain't even got no spouse but just like about <laughs> like just, relationships just, just and stuff like that everything. because I, I wanted my relationships with my right. son's father to be better too mm-hmm. because I, I didn't want to I didn't want to be like my mother yeah. that's everyone's fear like their worst fear is like I'm gonna turn out exactly like my mom or my dad or whatever the case may be whatever it was that you didn't like about your parent right so it was that like I said she had ongoing issues with my dad and child support she she was I felt like she was bitter and she let that shit affect her and pan out and so now we grew up without having a family structure because she couldn't get her shit together but at the at the time I felt the way when I was going through it but I realized now that she was literally doing the best that she could the best that she yeah. knew how so now, mind you, really did that. Like you exactly. start, you grew, you grow she up. She had three now, kids by you'd herself. Like, you be like, yo, she really did that. Like for real, respectfully. You know I mean? When I was going through through it, like as a kid, that's why, that's why, like with kids now, I have way more patience. Cause I be like, I, I remember how ungrateful I was. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, they don't understand. Yeah. There's no way that they could understand. Right. And so, so with my kids, especially my 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 nephew, he's thirteen. He's thirteen. I keep him very close to me. Everywhere I go, he's with me. Um, pop up shops. I just did a video shoot yesterday. He was with me. Um, 
photo shoots. Like, my son, my son comes with me when I train, when I box. He, they watch everything that I do. Like, I want to just keep inspiring yeah. them. I just right, want to make sure. them feel like there are other things out there, things that I didn't have, you know? So, um, that's just what's getting me by. Right. I want, I want, um, I want to talk to you about imposter syndrome. So, imposter syndrome. It's, it's, is you it's, making this shit up, or you just like you? Just be, like, <laughs> yeah, this nigga be yo. He, I'm he, every day right he got now. he got go new terms. I'm just I just be trying yeah. to figure out if he just making shit up. Damn, imposter syndrome <laughs> is very common in women, especially women in business. The reason it's common is because business we know it to be a very male dominated industry when it comes to entrepreneurship, and so. Women often like their their insecurities reflect in them, and they often feel like, "Yo, I don't belong here. I shouldn't be here. Like, I can't do this." You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? So they start, they or they become the very thing that they're fighting against. So if it's a male-dominated industry, a woman will start to become, you know, like that. They get that think like a man mentality, and that's why it's called imposter syndrome because it's like, "Yo, I don't belong here. Like somebody else should be here. Another another may, another man maybe should be here. Like another guy should have this job over me." Out there like yeah, that, and bro. so men men go through this too. Don't get me wrong, but because she has the gang affiliation, she you know what I'm saying like she's a mom. She's grown as a woman. I just wanted to talk to her about that feeling. It's not about the insecurity of just feeling like, "Yo," and and just overall her mom being from another country like. It's the feeling of, yo, I don't belong here, but I made my way, and there's times where I doubted myself. You know what I mean? Like, so I want to talk to you about that. So, I, so question. So have have you felt like, yo, what the fuck? Why am I here? Or yeah. Why, why do I, why, why am I in this position? I don't, I'm not even, I'm not even supposed to be in this yeah, position. Yeah, that's you imposter syndrome. Doubt, like, damn, yo, I'm supposed to be dead, or I'm supposed yeah, to be in the fucking. That's all uh, imposter in the, syndrome. That's a, it's survivor's like, guilt, but it's all a reflection. I, I of do, it. do you I feel, feel like, like that? I, I feel like that, but my 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 outtake is not that though. Like, that's what's okay, up. talk like, about so, it. So, um, when I was reading these self help books, I was reading. I learned about perspective, and um, a lot of times everything. Is about perspective. It's about how you view things, and that that's going to determine your quality of life as well. Mm. Um, how you view things. So, I could I could let the things that happened to me in my past affect me, who I am. Right. I could walk around all day, and I could say, I didn't have my mother in my life. Um, I was in a gang. I went to multiple um high schools, and I struggled, and I've been homeless before, and but whatever to you know tell my my story, and this is why I'm angry. Or I can say I've been in the gang and I've been this and I've been that and I've been this, but I'm still here and be happy. I can make it and be happy. So life is about perspective. So once I once I started looking at things like that, I was like, okay, well, damn, I actually been through a lot. So I think I'm doing pretty pretty decent. I'm doing okay. So I celebrate everything. Like when my credit score go up, I I tell the grams. Like look, I'm up. Like how how y'all be out here with I these with these diplomas yeah, and shit, yeah. smiling in the pictures. I'm I'm flexing like that with my credit score because these Respect. are these are things that I never thought you could have. I it's could a milestone have. to you. Yeah, because I didn't know about it. I mean, nobody was didn't teach me about about credit. Dang, don't worry, we didn't need yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
my dad credit score is on the middle. Which is, which and is still didn't tell us about me that too, shit. My, bro, my father bought a store and everything. Like, <laughs> nigga, you ain't teach. Low, why the fuck? I'm just now learning. Your credit was up like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I had to yeah, build yeah, mine the hard way, nigga. And so, credit, it, credit to get you some things that money just can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's a fact. That's a fact. That's hundred percent. I choose credit over money. Yeah. Any day. Some dudes, it's jokers out here who credit rich. But that's. Mm-hmm. That's one of them things we took when we were talking about earlier, like that generational gap. Like our parents, I don't know. Did your parents edu- ever educate you on that? Like, the, I wish my dad like, would have been my like. My dad nah. ain't never sit down and be like, "Yo, I'm gonna tell you about credit." Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. it's not being it, talked about in school. But you know, this was it's a not, plan. This was the plan the whole time. You know that, right? Yeah, I know that exactly. As, as my father used to always tell me about how America wasn't for black men, but I used to just be like, "Get that!" I was a kid. I was yeah. like, "Whatever, yo, bah." Like, I'm like, "Dad, it every, wasn't. I'm like, Dad, everyone's not racist. Like, get out of here." <laughs> and then now, me, I'm a mom, and like, we got this civil rights movement right in front of us, and this Black Lives Matter shit. And I'm like, "Nah, this, this shit is real. This is what my father was talking about." I just didn't feel that pressure because I, I wasn't a parent. Now I'm a parent, so I'm like, "Now nah, every day my son go out into this world." I feel responsible to make, responsible to make it a better place. We yeah, all should. Exactly. You got kids walking around here. You fucking should feel responsible. So, if everyone had that mindset going out into the world every day, imagine how much more positive things would be. Cause I go out and I go out and I feel like, as long as I do my due diligence and I do right by people, I say hi to everybody when I walk past them. You know, little things. I try to be the light. Mm-hmm. That um I wish I would have had like you think about it we walking around it's ugly out here like it's real grimy it's real ugly so it's real it's real hard to have a positive outlook on life so why not spread that you may you may be the only high that a fucking person here today if you walking by you acknowledge them you you may be the only person that acknowledge them the whole day this person may feel invisible to the whole entire world and you just acknowledge this you know what yeah. I'm saying so I feel like as long as I continue to be that person and I spread that then I use my platform as well then should it be better mm. oh that's on me no no no, oh, no, no, no. Saying, I think like, I think oh, nah, I, 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 that like, was real dope no no that's no that's dope um so where so where you are now and where do you go from here it's up from here I'm trying to be everywhere. Y'all, y'all gonna see me a lot more in I the future. See your ass I'm doing too. about any and everything. Like, I'm just um, I'm working. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm, I'm right now. I'm trying to get. I'm working on getting paid brand deals. One thing that I've learned in in, in try, becoming an influencer and like taking the courses is that like, you the brands don't have to reach out to you. You can reach out to the brand, but you have to build some type of credibility, right? You have to build your numbers, your your, your stats, your logistics. Right. So that's why I create content. That's why I post and um different things. Because like I said, once a person is um like you as a person, they're engaging more, they're commenting, they're yeah. liking, they're sharing. So now your analytics are going up. It's the card. So effect. now I can go inside I could go to you, you got a business, and I could be like, these are my numbers. Like, basically, like, your resume. Right. These are my numbers. Like, you see, like, the analytics, blah, 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 and you can have your package. You can you can have packages right. or whatever. They like, call it a deck. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. this is, this these my, these my feed, this my fees or whatever, blah, blah, blah. 
and then that's how you can get the paid brand deal. So I'm just working on content. I just I just did a photo shoot yesterday. We recorded um we recorded the video to Mr. Chicken single um that's gonna be on platforms real soon. That's gonna be major. That shit gonna be a movie. Mm-hmm. I was acting. That was my first <laughs> time. I've been in a music video before, but that's my first time. Like I was acting. Like but I wanna you know cool. you know what's funny right so. And I, I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up, Jared. Cause um, when I talked about when I when I said like you know she can go she gets love everywhere, it's intangibles in business that that goes to like the things you can't see. And now I'm talking locally, so the numbers don't reflect everything. And when I say that is because let's say she has 2,500 followers on Instagram, right? The numbers don't reflect everything because she can go anywhere and engage. You know what I'm saying? Like she right. she can grow her business anywhere. That's not a lot. Of, that's not a luxury that a lot of creatives have in Jersey right, right, City. Right, right, right. Her reach is what makes her special, and so that came from personality, integrity, morals. And you know what I'm saying? Like high schools, huh? And going to mm-hmm. that too, high schools, but that came, that but works. that came, that came. Honestly, that came. It probably came from the gang. Yeah, it came from gang. Like it came from her affiliations growing up. So mm-hmm. she cultivated relationships and kept them. So that way, there's always a necessity and a need for her, like for her business. And then it's sometimes it's patronizing. So it's a lot of people who want to support because she is who she is. I don't give a fuck if she sells socks. They gonna buy it because it's her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So she has that luxury. Not a lot of creators have that ability. No, they and don't. that's from cultivating the relationships that she's made over the years. That's dope. A lot of people don't have that. Thank you. A lot of people don't have that. We we've we've seen it in past yeah. where people I just, throw something and don't even can't even get right. ten people. To but that's why I call her cool networking. Kid. networking. I call her cool kid for that. Networking. She's Let's an influencer get into for it. that. I know so many different people from different states or everywhere. I've learned about networking from a friend. Um, I feel like I'm the networking. They was you all. They told me they <laughs> gotcha. was like every because before I wasn't friendly. I wouldn't talk to people. I wouldn't even say hi. People used to say yeah. I looked so mean. They wouldn't even approach me. Mm-hmm. But that was just came from that. That just came from my background. Like right. I got PTSD. We all got PTSD. Facts. Like I don't Facts. trust. Facts. I don't trust. I'm friends. scared. You might. You might. You might be the one to backstab me. Fuck you. Like you feel me? But I had to go outside. I had to leave. You know, and be around different people. Everybody don't always have that because they they stuck in a environment. Mm-hmm. I had to go outside and then come back, and then I had to realize that my environment was so toxic, and it was causing me to be a person that I wasn't. Mm. I was literally being a person based off of my trauma. Yeah. That wow. I that I'm not really. I'm not really this person because I'm actually a, a fun loving person. I'm wow, so friendly. Crazy. I talk She's to like, everybody I'm not like now. This. That's crazy. I'm not. Like, yeah, I had to I'm come to like realize this. a lot of people don't know themselves yet because they haven't went through their dark time, their darkest times, because we avoid it often. The pan- That's why I say the pandemic has helped me, because I was frozen in time. I, I noticed that I was using my my um, my um work to keep me from actually feeling my pain. I was, like, doing this, right. doing this, doing that. But, like, now, okay, well, bitch, you don't work. You home, and it's a pandemic, and you can't go outside. You got to sit here and, and be in your thoughts. <laughs> That's corny. <laughs> You got to be in your thoughts, so I, I was just like, I gotta get it together. I have to, I have to heal, and and once I was, once I, once I started to make that change, I was like, okay, now I'm more of a people person. So now I could network. Now everyone that comes across me, I build relationships with. They love me. 
they I don't know why I feel like I got a healing spirit. People coming to me with their problems that I don't even know. People I got, feel I got comfortable like that too. People feel comfortable with and and sometimes I love I love giving advice, but sometimes you know you got your own shit going on, and you got to protect your own. Energy. Exactly, you got to protect your energy. But for the most part, people feel comfortable when they come to me and they tell me their problems, and I give them you know the honest to God truth. That's another thing too about me. I, I'm not a yes man. Like I'm not the friend that you come talk to when you want to hear what you want to hear. Like I'm gonna right. tell you when you're wrong. Right. And if you don't like it, then you can step. Right. So I've just built these relationships. I travel. Everywhere I go, I make sure I get a new follower. I tell a person what I do, and that is the key. That is the key, you guys. If you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to network. Yo, networking is one of the, like, it's, it's such an art, bro. Like, I learned this so early in my life that, like, I used to get, like, um, um, like, as a kid, my parents used to look at me like, like kind of weird for like networking kind of in a sense because they looked at it as oh you just talk too much mm-hmm. and I'm like everybody nah. don't understand it I'm like no this is mm-hmm. like <laughs> you know what I mean I'm just like no I don't talk too much it's just that I just want to know people white black Arabic I can talk to anybody anywhere mm-hmm. anytime don't matter where I'm at Right. <laughs> you know that's what I mean? how you get plugged in I'm telling you and you that's might. how I've been to places where I've never been before oh, like yeah. Being doing that, okay, smooth. So you uh you spoke on like, all right, you being you having to remove yourself, saying that um, which was like um, I'm not I'm not this person, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I had to change, but my environment made me move a maneuver and become mm-hmm. anti-social to the world because we had PTSD. Like for <laughs> me, that's person like it wasn't until I went to went away to school and I I left Jersey City yeah. shit and I realized like yo, me. I'm like yo bro, I don't have to walk around. Exactly. Grilling everybody and mean mugging everybody because I'm in a I different environment. I don't have to be that person, and that's personally like when I when I come back here, I sometimes like get stuck between. That's why I don't like to go Can to like I? Jersey City functions. Like, you won't yes, catch me I'm at like home. club rain or none of them like shit that Jersey because yeah, I don't bro. feel I feel like I have to be walking around me mugging who who, who right. might try this who might try that because but you don't want to look too nice. They might try you exactly, but that's only when I'm here. But when I'm around my other when I'm around. Other when I'm outside of the city or other places, they like yo smooth. You I would never do you dancing, <laughs> doing all this. Like you all social, <laughs> doing all this. I'm like yo, bro. Because when I'm not home, I don't have to look over my shoulder and deal with my my home stress. Like because right. right. it's a different it's a different playing field. Like you know where you can and can't go. Right, and I'm just a regular person. It's, it just is what it is. But, yeah, you always been like that. I don't know why you ever. You. I don't know why you not like. I don't understand. Like, like I used to be. I used to be like yo smooth. I'm so like. Hard, bro. I'll be like, yo, just lighten up a little bit. Like, no, because yeah, like, it's me. Like, anywhere uh, I'm at, I'm around love. See, you would have to, so you also, would have to be in it to understand. But he it. also left early. Yeah, yeah, he, he came left. back. He, that's what I'm saying. Like, hold on, it's hold, on, a hold, culture, on hold on. It's a culture shock with me, right? <laughs> with me, I started off as a singer at an early age in my life. I started off singing, I was in a band at 11, so I was around adults who. Looked at me and like taught me like yo you got a lot of charisma what's that oh it's when you like this oh so I'm mm-hmm. like this so like I fed into those things and I like nurtured myself in being charismatic and open into different things and my manager like being in a band I was traveling to different places and you got people in your face oh my god you guys is so yeah. good and you got to talk to these people and then you meeting with independent labels and you got to perform in front of people. So, like, for me, 
yes, help. Leaving yeah, did help because I got exposed to now white people. And I'm like, oh, snap. Like, I'm in a classroom with white folks and black folks. Now I can't say certain things. And I'm open to what Josh likes to, you know, likes to do. You know what I mean? So, like, that definitely helped out. But I used to be mad at Smooth all the time because I'd be like, yo, I'll introduce him to a homie. And Smooth just be so, like... <laughs> I'm just like, yo, like, laid no. back. I'll be like, yo, it's me, baby. If I'm around love. Like, right. I'm always around love. So, it's, see, we learned not to trust very early. Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah. it was like, you, because we in like, what you call it, crabs in a barrel. Yeah. Where we come from. Like, if you see the next person doing better than you, that's your competition. Mm-hmm. Instead of, instead of being like, no, this is my brother. Right. He doing this, I could do it too. People don't, people don't think like that. My contemporary. Because they don't have that, what's the word, um, emotional knowledge to even be able to, be able to, like, decode that self-hate and that, that, that insecurity that, that's within them that's causing them to be on some hating ass shit. Let me ask you a question. You ever, you, you ever had somebody tell you you can't be somebody? Like, you can't do something? Oh, Yeah. You have people tell you, like, you can't be somebody? That I couldn't be somebody. Like, or you couldn't do something? The, oh, yeah. The, well, what you mean by that? Like, because I they, just I just had that conversation you? with my, my like, lady. Oh, and nah, I, you I can't do that. Like, she, oh, you can't. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just yeah, had yeah, that yeah. conversation with my lady. That's, like, that's you that, ever that person's that? own insecurities being reflected right onto you. Not, you can't yeah. fall for that bait. Yeah, right. You ever had somebody tell you that? Tell me no. But you I've said it. I've said it. And I've said it to somebody. I mean, I, but I didn't. I didn't say it in a way like she's saying. I didn't say it from a place of insecurity to make to downplay their abilities. I just was more so like egging. It's like it's like pushing somebody. But you know, when you push somebody, they either they either pull come towards you or they could jump with the cliff. Right. So it's like it can go either way. So I'm pushing my lady like, yo, you can't do podcasting like, and so she jumped with the cliff. Nigga, like I can't do podcasting like you don't never got no faith in me. Start. You know I mean, we had to have that conversation. So, but I was, I, I was pulling her, I was pulling her toward me like, oh, I can't do it. Nigga, watch me do it. That's what I wanted to, wanted her to say. Right. So, again. So, with that, because, because some people do that to me too. My baby father used to do stupid shit like that. They hate That's me. just stupid shit. <laughs> anyway, um, some people like, what's the word? I, I, I read this book called The Five Love Languages by yeah. Gary Chapman. I'm that guy. You right. read it here first. Right. Okay, Come on, so let me start giving my credits, move. So listen, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear that. I didn't I know. Oh. I said, but anyway, I'm, I'm him. I'm, I've, I've learned about, I've learned about how to talk to somebody in a way that they will understand. Of course. Oh yeah, definitely. So, 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 if you know, <laughs> like, if you know that your girl love language is. Words of af- I mean, um, words of words affirmation. Of affirmation. Then why the fuck would you think telling her she can't <laughs> do something <laughs> encourage her? No, this is a woman that wants to be appreciated. She loves words. Of- she wants to be affirmed. She wants to know- she wants to hear these great things about herself from from her lover. Right. So no, you can't tell her she can't do something and think that it's gonna have a positive <laughs> effect on her. Yeah, for because sure. Because you just fucked up. You just. That's how I like you know what I'm yeah. you know what I'm getting at. But now, but now we're not talking about love languages no more. Like we're not talking about my relationship <laughs> no more, right? But Smooth said even earlier, like some of y'all niggas don't need to quit your job. Like, some of y'all niggas need right. like and don't follow your dreams. Some of y'all niggas, some of y'all niggas don't need to follow your dreams. Like right. and so sometimes you got I mean you got to remind a nigga like yo you 
I don't know if this some this for you, my oh, nigga. Man. Like, this, but my you know thing mean? is, this rapping shit ain't for you, dog. Like, you, I don't even like the way you touch the beat, bro. Like, just get into you some new shit, like, correct, bro. Like, I ain't even, I ain't even so, like your But that's dog. not what happened with my lady. It's just, but we had that conversation. We worked through that. It wasn't like it was a miscommunication. Yeah, it was a miscommunication. Exactly. So, but like you said, it's it's crazy how you could doubt that. So, um. I mean, while we wrapping it up, let's keep it on the networking shit. These last two topics, these last two questions for you. Um, networking, right? How are you separating business and pleasure? I asked you that before we got on the pod. Like, are you single? Yeah, I am. Ah, right, you are single. All right, so she got her hands no, like, no, she I, like this. Uh, but you about to ask this. Nah, she, <laughs> at first, she, at first she, took a, she took her personal life off the table. Yeah, yeah. she put it back. Yeah, yeah then so. she put it back. So now I had to, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm that. not married. There's no ring on my finger. Okay. Are you, like, I look at date, I look at dating differently now. Good. Yeah. Right. So, dating, so dating to me now is not the same. Like, before, yeah. I, I would feel like if I date a person, I own them. I don't own a motherfucking body. <laughs> And you don't own me. Yo. The moment that a person is not able to be themselves is the moment that you give them leeway to grow resentment towards mm-hmm. you. The moment that I feel like I can't be myself, I'm gonna start re- fucking resenting you. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so I kind of wanted, I want everything with me to be yeah. free, and I want, I want everybody to feel like they can be themselves. Word. I said everybody like. Yeah, she said everybody. No, you're right. No, you're right. Look, everybody, all oh, my hoes. I want all my hoes I'm to know. Good night. I want all my hoes to know. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't. <laughs> That's the clip. Not. Not. That's the clip this week, yo. Yo, shut up. No, but I. But no, what I'm saying, I'm saying. <laughs> Anyone who dates me, I want them to feel like they can be themselves, and I want I, and I want to give them, I want them to have their own lives. That's just oh, that I'm gonna have my own life. You have yours. Let's here. let's be happy. You be happy over there. I'm be happy over here, and together we can be happy as a whole. Right. I don't want nobody to be responsible for my, my project, happiness. Nigga. I don't want nobody mm-hmm. to. I don't want to be wrapped up in what somebody is doing. Yeah, like right. I don't want to be a PO. I'm not a parole officer. Like, oh, okay. You feel me? I'm not an officer of none of that shit. Like, you are an investigator. All right. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Nah, but um, nah, cause you kind of answered it. But I mean, like, so I feel like all women because are. you're networking, you have to. You on your social media, you have to maneuver through your platform to get certain shit out. But it's gonna be constantly. It's constantly gonna be good morning, beautiful. Mm-hmm. How's your day? Like, oh, and so it's hard. <laughs> no, no, because it's it's like right. This it could be a good morning, beautiful, and then the next comment, the next thing might be, yo, like when you gonna let me take you out? Or it could be a, a good morning, beautiful, like yo, I like what you're doing. Like I want to support. I want to get on. I mean, like I want you to come on my podcast. Or yo, I think you would look good in my clothes. Like so, it's hard to decipher between business and pleasure because. It's so many niggas like, yo, when you want me fuck, it's like she missing business opportunities because she don't know how to gauge exactly. the room. I mean, okay, I'm glad. You okay, I'm not. This but okay. sometimes, but you know what? It don't even be good morning, beautiful. Mm-hmm. A nigga could just say, hey, and like it's a 50 50 chance she gonna think you trying to Hold fuck on. and she trying to get your business off. Yo, She's like niggas is weird. Niggas are weird. Okay, I'm. I'm this not. Is smooth. I'm not. This I'm. Is smooth, I don't right even here. have like the followers that I really want to have. Like, I'm at, like, 3K. I wish... I need to get to 5K to be actually considered a micro-influencer. 10K to be a full-blown, like, whatever. So follow me at not nice underscore Chinese white. But anyway, <laughs> um, like I was saying, 
they be in my DM, right? And I just ignore them. I ignore them. I'm going to talk about this one person. I ain't, whatever. You ain't going to say his name. Yeah. So, be in my DM, right? Ignoring them. So now, I, I announced that I'm an influencer and I introduced my brand and I start posting and creating my content or whatever. So, the same person that been in my DM for years and getting ignored, he hits me. I wasn't following him back, so I didn't know who he was or whatever the case may be was. But anyway, so he goes, I want you to wear my sweatsuit. And um, I'm like, okay, well, this is what I'm trying to do. So, because I'm starting off by working with, so far, I can't really charge yet. I wear at least like barter services. Like, you can give me your, your clothes for free and I wear it and you okay. get a post or whatever, something shit. like that. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm like, all right, cool. I, I grab a sweatsuit. So, the nigga was adamant on dropping it off to me. In a physical, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, okay. he, I was like, you can mail it to me. Like, because I'm not that, I need to get a P.O. box. But he was like, or I can drop it off. Like. Nah, nigga, you can't know where I live, nigga. This nigga want to know where I live at. He want to, uh, and then I had, he came to drop it off. I had my nephew go get it up. <laughs> and um, so he still ain't never seen me. So then he wanted to give me some other sweatsuit. So I was like, all right, come to Cherries. I'm promoting Cherries. I'm trying to get Cherries lit. I do hookahs there. That's where I get the bag at. Come and cherries. All right, right, you could bring me the sweatsuit. Bring me the sweatsuit or whatever. <laughs> All right. You know who was, Anyway. Anyway. So, oh, now, niggas know I'm a businesswoman. I, like, you have to talk to me about money. Like, it got to be something for me to want to even be in your face. Like, you know what I'm right. saying? Because, whatever. So, I was... I started betting on FanDuel. I'm doing this betting shit. So he 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 followed me, so he know that I do the FanDuel shit. Anyway, um, he like, oh, yeah, like, I do this FanDuel shit, blah, blah. He started giving me the game, like, this is how I do it. I get the, these picks, and I, this is how I play the game. Like, I can show you. Keep it like this. Exactly. So not mind you, I told <laughs> you I got these grown man problems. Now I gamble. So, like, I'm like, all right, I'm, I just, I'm in it for the picks because I've been, I've been making a living off FanDuel for a little bit at the time. So. My right, cool, and what I would what I would do is I would go to sports bars and I would sit there and I would just watch. Like this is my day at work. Like right. I, I still could do whatever else I got to do. Still could be on the phone, bus move. But I'm in here now. I'm watching the screens and I'm betting live. So you understand it when you talking about the yeah. Game. So right. so I told him he could come sit with me like now because me and my other homeboy we would go watch the game. So I'm like, ah, right, you could come and we could um and you could teach me how to do the shit. So here like three days in a row we was watching the sports or whatever and. Doing the West name anyway. Nigga delusional. Like like the Joker delusional. Like, like in the movie like, or like. Like oh, y'all used to, <laughs> he, oh, they used to talk. Oh, uh, you know how I go. He tried to tell me that we were dating. Yeah, y'all used to talk. I said, I said. He been messing with you. I this said, whole time. no. I said you can't tell a person that you was dating them that that says that y'all y'all that y'all wasn't dating that y'all was dating. I was like, what's wrong? I said we wasn't. Da- Oh, we, he was like, he was, I was like, we was only discussing sports. Like, that's, I'm like, you only got in my space because you wanted to, to me to wear your, your, your sweatsuit or whatever. I'm like, so you was being, like, dishonest about your intentions, and then now you being, being weird. weird. Yeah, mad weird. Exactly. So, so, so he, he was like, oh, well, we was talking about so many different things because, like, we was, he was, like, we were shopping it up, but this is me. This is me. Like, we no, because I'm dealing with anybody in my space. I want to get to know you. That's just how I am. Like, you in my space. 
that we chopping it up. Like, even we talking about business and even, like, how he grew up. But this is just me. This is things that I talk about because I like to... I like to know how people think. Right. This nigga thought I was dating him. Yeah, I was kicking it the whole time. Yo. I done heard that. I done heard that thirty uh, times. We used to crazy. talk. Oh, he told. No, he told what I'm getting at. Too. What I'm getting at all is. His, oh, I used to talk to Asian. People bro. are trying weird. to attach themselves to me yeah, now. For sure. All of a sudden, like you before, get that a lot. before, before nobody didn't really care. I always was a pretty face or whatever. I, I mean, I slipped through the cracks because I was in a, in a hood or whatever. But now that, like I said, I have this platform or whatever, I don't even have that many followers. I only have like 3,000 followers yeah. or whatever. And they're already treating me like I'm some type of celebrity and acting weird. And Don't treat me like that, you guys. <laughs> I'm really cool. I'm really down to earth. I'm humble. And if you want to say hi, you can say hi. Don't yeah. touch me. You can say hi. I will say hi don't back. Don't touch me. You can say hi. Yes. <laughs> do not disrespect me. I, I, do not treat me like I'm an object, a piece of meat. Um, because I try to be, um, I want to be known as just a being myself. Woman. I want to be a businesswoman. I want to also treat the people well because I talk about character. But it's hard for me to, to, ha- to be a good character when y'all... Doing weird shit like following well, me. So and, I got a question then. So Smooth always always pull up this poll every now and again. Like, what's the craziest thing? What's the what's the, <laughs> what's the craziest thing somebody said in your DM? What's the craziest shit somebody has ever said in your DM? Like when you read and you was just like things thirsty niggas say part two. Things mm. thirsty niggas say in your DM. And of course we know you're a business. It's getting nine, different now. Not, 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 not and not the regular let me eat your ass <laughs> shit, but just some weird flex like let me fly you out to Jamaica this week, shorty was so, like, you know. If, what that's I mean? the like, craziest cool, yeah. but you know. Yeah, no, the cra- the craziest I had I've had but I think it's fake though. Some sugar daddy people. Oh yeah. Saying they wanna be a sugar daddy and shit. <laughs> no, but the, <laughs> but the real, the real ones, the real ones. Uh, she she don't want to give it. Up. Like I, I respect saying, it. You ain't gotta say no names. Yeah, but sometimes no, I'm not saying no names. Thirsty. It's to me. It's the it's it's the old niggas for me. Okay, it's the old it's the niggas. old niggas for me. Like like what's old? Like thirty five plus. Like 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 about? let's like I'm I'm saying like let's remember. I want people to to like. Okay. Every time you start to say like you looking at my page or whatever, you're like, damn, I miss Asia. I miss her. Like, <laughs> I want you to get it in your head What's she that doing, I wasn't enough yeah. when you had me. You feel me? It's like it's like, like it's like all the exes and all the. I'm not. I don't even want to sound like that, you guys. Not well, all. I don't want to say all, you guys. You said some. You can say some. Yeah, like a few. It be, it's a. Man, if you in the past, you in the past. I don't have no exes. I didn't. I, I never used to talk to you. Like, I'm, I live in the present. Like, don't, don't try to attach yourself to me. Um, I'm not. I'm not yeah. double. I'm not. I'm not back stepping. Like, mm-hmm. so it's you, forward you, from here. Whatever. Oh, would you date anybody in this field? It, being that, an influencer. Yeah. Um, um. Or just in general, somebody that you're doing business with. That I'm doing business. So, for me, I think my partner should be someone that does business with me. The person in my the person in my life has to be an entrepreneur or have some type of understanding because um, this ain't for the weak. Yeah, I'm a beautiful woman. Of course, sex sells. I don't show my ass on Instagram or whatever, but I am attractive. I like to consider myself sexy, 
And sometimes that is the only reason why motherfuckers on my page. Yeah, and you gonna have or the only reason, gonna have or the only reason, or the only reason why they may even be interested in anything that I'm talking about. Because women on Instagram be acting like, oh, my fans. No. no you no, show no. ass. That's the only reason right. why. Right. Yeah. So that's I appreciate why, you. But that's why, I make it, that's why I make it my... my I, I'm not showing... I don't. I try tasty. my best. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Tasty. I try to be sexy. I, I am sexy when I do want to get dressed or whatever. Like, I just did a photo shoot. I had on, like, a... Corset, yeah, yeah. Like that, yeah. I was adamant. I'm like, I'm not wearing no lingerie. I'm a mother at the end of the day. And, and 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 I'm somebody I'm somebody shorty, right? So <laughs> one of them niggas, one of them, nigga. whoever. It's like, nah, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing, y'all. Anyway. Truck driving <laughs> nigga. But um, yeah. Nigga on the. <laughs> I'm just naming a bunch of niggas now. UPS nigga. <laughs> you may lose my chain of thought now. No, I'm just saying. You just you you were saying like you just. <laughs> Uh, you don't even you didn't you didn't want sex to you didn't want sex to be like oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't I didn't want to I don't I don't want them to just your sailboat because once I once I t- I'm, if I'm constantly just posting half naked pictures You're it's like it's like I'm hands. attracting the wrong people I'm, I'm now I'm getting all the the hey babes that's not what I want I want Good the business inquiries say. I want niggas to book me yeah that's what I'm saying book me or 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 buy something I'm selling whatever it may be at the time you know what I'm saying so I try to just I reel them in, but I try to stay on topic. Facts. Dope. Mm. Dope. Dope. That's what's up. I try to I stay on that. topic. Like, I I'm a, I could be a, a bad bitch, and I'm going to sit here, and I'm going to talk to you about building wealth for your family. Because those are things that I talk about, too. Every day. That's why this conversation is so normal for you. These that's are conversations it. I had, like, that's why this podcast is so dope. This is what I talk about with my friends all day. Exactly. I just felt like. Between me, Flizz, Trey, Smooth, like when me and Smooth first created the podcast, we was in Don's, we like, yo, we should do a podcast because the shit that we talk about is like, you know, I mean? you remember that, right? Like, yo, so it's like, I just felt like, yo, we might as well just put a mic on, hit record, like, they gonna love this right. shit. And, and so, a lot of people been telling me that I should. Yeah, you should. And that's why I was Let like, I'm coming, to, I'm coming to sit and talk to you, Trey. Let me cause... produce it, too, because uh, I get you right. Yeah. We can talk about... Because my thing is, like I said, I like to have intellectual no. conversations. That's why it's, I've, it's I've realized that I have to leave some people in the past, too. A lot of people from my past, they can't even understand half of the shit that I'm saying to them. Yeah, They can't even like... articulate, you know what I'm saying? And I mean that, I don't even mean that to be, like, boasting or, like, to say that I'm better than anybody. But it's the honest truth. And sometimes people are so hell-bent on misunderstanding you. That they don't want to hear shit that you got to say mm-hmm. anyway. Right. Like, like when they don't have access to the new you, they just want to be talking about the old, old you. They want to keep bringing it back to that. And, and so that's why I have to be careful, too, because I'm still growing. Every day is, is a challenge for me. I box. I box and I shoot guns because I have pent up anger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's my release. That's my hobby. I go bust guns and punch on shit. Not on the blocks, move. Not on the blocks. Feel me? So it's like, it's like. Wait, nigga, stop him out. Nigga, nigga, smooth though. She was a shooter. Nah, nigga, talking about you. DJ Vlad, he hot right now. Don't worry about it. I mean, I don't know. He's his podcast. He's not Way to do Vlad, yo. No, not on the block, bro. She do a record. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know but yeah, that, I the way she said it was crazy, right? Yeah, See, oh, that's what I, oh, that's what I'm what talking about. Though. Yeah, because that's what people were saying. How I could switch from smart to hood so fast. I'm sorry, but 
I'm saying like I'm a work in progress, so it's just like just be mindful. Yeah. Your healer, your your favorite healer is yeah. healing too. Right. I'm human. That's Psych- it. Psychology needs psychology. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Well, it was a long I got, episode. I got one. I got one thing. One one thing you want people to know about you. Describe it in one word. Well, I did. I give you one bigger. I was just gonna ask her what's her biggest flex. Same thing, right? No. 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 no uh, not the same thing. My bad. No, Real. One what's, word. Yeah. One yeah, word. One word. Yourself. His question was better. One word to describe myself. Yeah, you want people to know one word described you. Boss. <laughs> <laughs> Rule number one to be a boss it. ass bitch. I love it. Never love let it. a folk nigga try to be. I love, it. I love oh. it. I love it. I'm mad that she got up on the mic like that. Boss. <laughs> no, but yeah. I love it. It was a long Dope. episode, but Dope. thank you for coming. So I just thank you. It's good that you're a positive influence because anybody can just go on a page and say I'm an influence and just get out there and start doing some dumb shit. Just right. So right. I mean, took your platform and turned it into something positive as opposed to just going like... Took your game. life and turned it yeah, into your life and instead of just like going to supermarkets, jumping on clothes and yelling. <laughs> right. Doing oh, cocaine, just yeah. robbing churches and yeah, shit. Like, cocaine and shit like that, so... Or just stretching it for content, like just doing like doing it for clout, basically. That's what it is. Just throwing cookies and stuff right. so, and shit. Before you wrap it up, man, just tell them what's your biggest flex, man. Right now. What's my biggest why, flex? Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> you going to get that motherfucking question on me. Oh, no. What's my biggest flex? I'm about to start asking all the guests out. What's your okay. biggest flex? I know it. Um, That I could beat bitches up, but I won't. <laughs> mm. Spicy. He said that I could beat bitches up, but I won't. Spicy. Yo. I thought she was going to say something business-minded. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that I'm Yo. getting money that you bitches don't know about. Like, no. <laughs> What's your biggest flex, move? When I say I don't give a fuck, I really don't give a fuck. Mm. Jared? My biggest flex? Yes. Like, biggest flex? Yes. All right, you gonna answer the, you gonna ask know, me twice? Just saying, like, my, I don't my know, biggest I don't have, like, flex? Like, biggest? No, nigga. No, your biggest flex? I mean, I don't, I don't use it often, but I could, I could sing opera. Okay. We still ain't got no motherfuckers. So, all right, yo. No, I'm, I'm, I'm working on the. I'm, yo, I'm working on the intro. Don't worry, I got right. you. Somebody. Mm. All right, respect. Mm. And book me too, okay? Cloud Connect One. We do all events because I know y'all gonna be having locked doors and private events yeah. because she said locked doors. Yeah, you know and, and we do it. Well, just just plug all three of the brands real quick in in, in your page. So my Instagram is not nice underscore China White. Um, ooh, my business page is Cloud Connect One. Uh-oh. And um my other business page is Be a Beauty and a Beast. Mm-hmm. Be a beauty. And a beast. Yeah, and that's my beast. brand. And shit is I LLC s- too, so period. it's official. Like gang, it's gang. real. It's not no fake businesses. Yeah. Copywritten. You can't take it. I'm working on some I'm constantly working. Like with the clothes, I'm working on that too. Um it's been hard, especially with the pandemic, and people do not. Y'all had your Nate up here. Y'all, people is not giving up the manufacturers, and I respect it. So I'm just working on. Um, you're not supposed to give up. Exactly, you're not. Oh, so right. no, that's, no, I'm like saying hope. I respect it, but what you I'm ain't saying, giving up the connect. What I'm saying is that's why it's taking oh, me longer. Okay. Because I'm looking for the right manufacturer. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Respectfully, the game is not to be told; it's to be sold. It's to be sold. For Period. sure. Well, thank you for yeah, coming, y'all. Oh, right. my, um, my biggest flex is that I do what I love for free. 
um, I don't make, I don't monetize off of it. But if I did, you niggas would be in trouble. Well, damn, if you look at it like that, then my biggest flex, bro, outside of opera, bro, I could walk into any room and, and control it. All right, then. Exactly. Oh, exactly. That, oh, so we were getting that bad. But yeah, I do what I love for yeah, free, I, and I don't I, monetize I, off of it. I, if I did, if I felt like rapping, you see you see this Beauty and the Beast in the room? If I felt like fucking, if she felt like rapping and she wanted some ghostwriting bars, I promise you I could put her on. I guarantee you. <laughs> But not everybody want to do that. And she I don't may- think y'all look yeah. deeply into my into my biggest flex when I said I could be bitch. I know what I'm you meant. Oh, I. Right. I'm in control of my own emotions. Yeah. <laughs> I know what she meant. She could beat bitches up and, and she don't. You get on my nerves. I'm in control of my own emotions. That's my biggest flex, y'all. All right. Well, thank you for coming, man. I appreciate you. Uh, with that being said, this is the I Don't Know Who Needs to Hear This podcast. I'm your main man, Goldie Rube, Goldie Fats. It's your boy, Jay Will. Keep it moving and grooving, yo. You know what it is, you know what it is. It's your boy Smooth, and this is the I don't know who needs to hear this podcast, the hottest podcast in Jersey. Yeah, big cur. Call us up if you want right, to request. Yeah, I'm Number is 100. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs>